Hello and welcome back to Get Real Gaming. Thanks for tuning in today. Just a quick one before the episode starts. My microphone cable uh, was a bit dodgy this week. And so there are a couple of moments in the show, including the intro here, that are going to get a little bit cut out and muffled. But fear not, it's not the whole show. Um, I know you're not stupid and you'll probably figure out what I'm saying anyway. But just thought I'd let you know before the show begins. Thanks. All right, enjoy. Welcome to Get Real Gaming. It's the show where we get talking about the latest and greatest in video game news, reviews, and releases. I'm your host, Richard, and with me, he's finally sat next to me once again in the new year. Happy New Year! It's Lawrence. Yeah, right. How you doing, Lawrence? Yeah, I'm where, right. where are we, Lawrence? We're in space. We're, we're in space somewhere. Yeah. In space. We're in the living space of in my apartment. Your new, brand new living space. Yeah, it's How do you feel? Happened. <laughs> a moving job indeed it is it a bit of a moving nice. job yeah i like it very much it's all right you're you're wearing some nice blue jeans yeah gray hoodie yeah you're wearing your branded iconic blue hoodie yeah and cargo pants cargo pants you can yeah. tell there's no news this week because we're just yeah. describing clothing cutting it out yeah you've got brown shoes on yeah and you've got blackish sneakers on yeah, so like, why did you pick these brown shoes? Because they're more like going out shoes than... Um, well, I was, I was out. I went out. You, you were out, were yeah, you? Yeah, I was out. Okay, out. Yeah, you just change, not change, I, yeah, you just not... I'm not changing my slippers yet. You're not changing these slippers no. yet. No, but you can do that now because we're I at can, yours. Yes. And we're staying at yours for the evening. We right? are. We can get together. We're, we're going to do an order after this we're podcast. We're an order for uh, food. For food. We've got some games to play. Yeah, we are really padding this out, aren't we? We're really... <laughs> we're doing a good job. We are struggling. So <laughs> uh, so yeah we're we're here and it's nice to be live again yeah it's nice to be with you lawrence can you imagine what it'd be like if we did a twitch stream of this podcast or a youtube video of this podcast they, well, we, well 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 speaking of the youtube videos oh, oh, well okay speaking of the youtube right, videos well. they will be going live as soon as i get into it okay which is going to be when when soon soonish soon tm it was supposed to be before the new year it was meant to be december 10th bloody hell and then stuff happened and then it was meant to be like the last week of december yes but now i've got an actual sky person yeah a sky person sky person person in the sky literally texting me daily on what's going on jesus and they're compensating me um like six pound a day and how's he even texting you it's bloody it's Starlink. It, <laughs> He's in the sky. He's in the sky. Texting you from the sky. No, it's the it's the thing for Mario Kart. Oh, um, what? Uh, I'm trying to think of what it is. What is it? I don't know. Oh, that's why I asked you. What, the thing from <laughs> Mario Kart. You had, something, you had an idea the, in your head. You know, do you know the cloud thing which fishes you out there? Oh, Someone out there knows the answer and is screaming at us yeah. for not figuring it out. One of um, our many, many listeners. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's the new year. Nothing's come out. Nothing's come out. Nothing is There's coming no out. news. No. Um, so, we're, so we're just going to talk. Well, I mean, over the new year, over Christmas and New Year, did you play any games? I did play games. You did play games? I did play games. Between now and last week? Yes. Even without internet? I mean, you do have some news related to this, Lawrence. I'm waiting for you to get to it. Yeah, I do have some news which I have been doing. Okay, yes. And it is related to games. Oh, is it really? But it's not playing games. Oh, it's not, is it? I have been learning Unity. <gasps> oh. Oh. What have, been, what have you been learning in Unity? Well, I'm doing the Unity Learn courses. Okay, so the ones, the official ones on the website. Yeah. They originally... Before the pandemic, <laughs> they were something you had to like sign up for and yeah. pay for, I think. But now, since then, they just wiped, they just said, you know, it's great. We just want people to learn. Yeah, it's, it's all free. It's been really good and really interesting to relearn and, and learn about, about it again. And um, I'm, I want to do all the courses, the coding courses, and everything, and just yeah. be like, you yeah. know, one man bam kind of thing. One and man army. You never know. Maybe we might get round to Get Real Game the game. Get Real Gaming the real game. The real game. game. We'd actually be able to do that if you could figure out Unity. Or something. Because I'd. I've been doing Unity and I've been doing... You've been doing VR Unity, haven't you? I've been doing VR Unity, I've been doing mobile game Unity, mm-hmm. and I'm currently doing uh, the new UI builder Unity. Ooh. There's a brand new uh, user interface um, 
what's the word for it? It's a UI toolkit, you know? Yeah, the toolkit. So yeah. basically, you used to do this is going into a bit of game dev talk, but we could do that on this show. Uh, get, it's, it's game related. It's, it's game the game related. dev episode. So I'll try to keep it easy to understand. Blame in terms. If you've never done any game development stuff before. So in, in Unity, everything's made up of blocks of like game objects. Yeah. And it's just basically a, a little representation of the thing in your scene. And when you do user interface stuff, which is like your text and your buttons and stuff, usually in the old Unity system, you'd have to make a game object block for for like your canvas for the UI, yeah. and then a game object for every like text and every button and everything like that. In the new UI toolkit, it's actually all done via UXML. So oh, it's yeah. kind of web-based, there's CSX, there's flexboxing. So it's all on that new side of stuff, which is is the way they're going, basically. They're trying to they're going to support the old Canvas style of UI. Uh, but moving forward, they're going to focus on making the UI toolkit, UXML stuff more compatible. Yeah. Coding-wise, it's okay, so <clears throat> it is simpler to code. But it's harder to code for one reason alone, Lawrence. Because it's visual scripting and you have no, to figure everything else out. No, because nobody's bloody done any tutorials, any do- decent <laughs> documents on it yet. There's nothing. I'm sat there trying to figure this stuff out. I went over to my dad's. I mean, and my dad sat there and looked at this new stuff for two hours and he'd never seen it. And it's like, it took us two hours to figure out one line of code. Oh, my word. And it was the one line we needed to actually like do what I was trying to do with yeah. it. Yeah. But but because there's no of like proper documentation, no one's doing you people are so, doing you they're doing tutorials. So there's no API on it? There's not very well described API. Oh, no. Jesus. So, it's, so it's like there is some API that says, Ooh, look, it's the it's the flex box and here you go, you can do new stuff in that. But there's no like this is the button. When yeah. you want to program a button, you're going to need three things. You're going this, to need this this. where you declare it in the code. Yeah. You're going to need the link to find it in the document in the UXML document. Yeah. And then when you want to interact with it, you're going to need an event that looks like this. And that's how you use a button. No one's done that. <laughs> no documentation on that. So when it comes down to something more obscure like a drop down field, Lawrence. Lo, behold, you never figure out how to make a drop-down field work ever in your life. Oh, my word. Just just for everyone that doesn't like do game design or is, or is like wants to do game design or doesn't know all the terminology, API is a fancy word for a booklet of describing things. Yeah, it's like your user manual. It's, it's, like, a the, user it's manual. like the Bible. Yeah, it's a, it is your coding, <laughs> it is your coding <laughs> Bible. I live yeah. by. I thoroughly live by. So so strenuously <laughs> to that, Lawrence. That when it comes to APIs, God wrote the most efficient one. I mean, apparently. I'm 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 also learning Blender on the side and texturing and ZBrush. So I am trying to just be like that yeah. one man. And, you can, and, and Blender is a 3D modeling. Yeah, too. and I'm gonna try and afterwards maybe learn a bit of pixel art if I want to do 2D stuff. Oh, yeah. and, and you're looking into like Asperite or something like that. Yeah, for that software. For yeah, that. something like that. Just yeah. just to like you know. I bought a book on making 2D sprites. Ooh. I didn't get very far. You seem to be more like a programmer. Now. Oh no, I bloody hate it. You hate programming. I, hate programming. I mean, so, I don't hate programming because so, it's the problem solving. That yeah, I, like. I don't like doing the actual coding, but I love absolutely hating myself for several hours until it happens. And then the endorphin rush. It's like literally like this. Is so, the, so you are a programmer. So <laughs> Unity is like C sharp scripting is the Dark Souls. It, it is. Of oh my word! It is when you're trying to figure out the new stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I'm excited to see what you come up with. So have you done, mm. what have you done so far? Have you done like I, a rollerball li- tutorial? only done like creating the blocks and we're, we're, I'm going to do the, the Floyd's Lava oh, yeah, nice. um, project. That's cool. Um, I haven't been able to do much because obviously I need the internet for a lot Obviously. Of it. So I've only yeah. been able to do it in bursts, but I've been, yeah. I've been really... Really into it. it's really have, you, have you got the console to say hello world to you yet? No, not yet. That's like the first thing you've got to do. Like that's like that's like the number one thing you're supposed to do. The thing is, it's like a whole like list of projects, and the first one is building, and <laughs> then it goes into coding. Right, right. So, so I mean, that's a good way of doing it though, because in Unity, Unity is designed as a workspace where you need to know the tool before, like the coding stuff happens to the side. Yeah. Yeah. And the coding happens outside of unity, which is separate from something like Godot, which norm, which you can actually script inside of Godot. Yeah. Um, but unity has, you know, you have to open up another piece of software to code. I mean, I was, I was originally like learning unreal engine five, Yeah, but it's, it's really limited comparing to like unity, which you can do like 2d, 3d, 
applications, right. stuff like that. Oh, that's interesting. It's, so it's is more, it only 3D or is well, it? Well, I mean, you can do 2D on a real engine, but you have to mod it and you have to really know Damn. what you're doing. Jeez. Yeah. That sounds like a... I mean, I, I've looked at Unreal before, and mm. I think the main reason I did was because it's very popular and yeah. because also I heard a lot of good things about their visual scripting yeah. tool. Yeah. Um, but it is a different language, coding language. You I see think, plus plus, isn't it? Uh, well, something? yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure like what Unity's realis- realism like scenes are like yet, um, but I imagine that they want to be keeping up to Unreal Engine 5. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, now they're also a publicly traded company as of yeah. last year, and so and they've got Weta now, haven't they? And they've got Weta now. Oh. They've just implemented uh, a new system for uh, basically backups. So there's now a new. It's called Plastic. They bought another company um, that allows you to basically just upload to the cloud oh, yeah. your projects as you go, and then essentially if you make a mistake or something gets bugged ju- or crashed, you just, you just revert oh, back. That's to, pretty damn good. And, they, and they did have this, but it, but this is a more. This is like a system that they've they've spotted and gone. This is the one we actually. This is a proper version of it. Yeah. So we're just going to buy that one. Um, and and implement that as a system, and it's supposed to be better for like a lot of team based collaborative projects because you can be working on different scenes of the same game at the same time. Yeah, so you can you can have a team of people all working on different parts, and then only and then it'll come together in the end. So you don't have to wait for one person to stop working on it for you to carry on somewhere else, which is really nice. So Unity. Yeah. Hopefully, um, you know, we can get updates on that as we go. Because I'm also doing, you know, Unity stuff. How, how, how is your VR project coming along? Because last I saw, last I saw um, a very VR project, you um, managed to get random ragdoll animations for yeah. de- so uh, Death States. The VR, the VR game that I was working on, I haven't worked on in a while because I've been learning the new UI stuff. Yeah. However, the point that I got up to with that was actually a little bit further. I managed to get, essentially I'm building like, um, you know, a shooting on rails game. And so I was able to get enemies to run into the room at the start of the game. You had to shoot them all and they would all die. And then killing the ones on screen would then prompt another set of enemies to appear. So you'd kill those enemies. And then after that, a new teleporting point appeared. So it was only after you finished killing the enemies that you'd, you, that had now come into screen that you were able to then move forward. Mm-hmm. So that kind of makes it on rails and it, and it works because in VR, there's only really two ways to move. And if you don't want motion sickness, you're going to be teleporting with the, with the teleporting with the tool, thumbstick, yeah. the thumbstick to move forward yeah. teleporting tool. So then what I did was, um, implement a few more waves of that. So you would teleport forward, mm-hmm. more enemies would show up. Um, you would then teleport forward again and then you'd be in a new room. Yeah. And in that new room, there was an elevator. So when you get into that new room, you'd have, you know, now you could have new things happen. So the elevator doors open and there's an enemy oh, the there. Oh, the enemy there, the classic time crisis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The enemy will see you and they go, oh, and then start shooting you. Yeah. So that was really cool. So that's where I got up to with that, really. Oh, that sounds fantastic. But yeah, essentially there's a game... There's a gameplay yeah. loop there now. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, you figured out the, the core loop. Yeah, so the only things that I didn't implement yet were things that required you to complete the game. Uh, there, there is a countdown already, Yeah, but nothing really happens once the timer hits zero. So, uh, it's so gonna there's be no like, things... close state or, or game over state? As no, well. currently there's not. It's literally just the mechanics of you triggering enemy waves, enemy waves coming in, you killing the enemy waves and getting scored for it. So you actually do score points. Oh, that's cool. And then, and then I've managed to figure out the progression of that yeah. mechanic, of that gameplay loop. So yeah. at, that, at that point in time, is now it's just really building the levels. Yeah. Um, and then things like... Um, I was trying to work out, well, if you shot an enemy in the leg, you'd get less points than if you shot him in the head, for instance. Yeah. So I've got got all that to work out still. Uh, but that stuff isn't really necessarily difficult. I mean, I imagine that would be a hitbox detection. Yeah, it would be. It would be, um, you know, you'd you'd look for the, the game object tag that got collided. Yeah. And then... The, the bullet collided with, yeah. yeah. And then basically say, oh, if it's this one, then add this many points if it's if it's, if it's the head many, yeah. then add this many so points it, it, it's just a basic if statement then yeah it is look at you you're already you're already you're already doing your best with your Yee, if statements and your, I'm, what, I'm back biatch what's the hardest thing you've had to do so far in terms of game um get the tutorial open because <laughs> <laughs> of the internet, the internet. <laughs> yeah um but i mean I, i'm getting ideas for applications for games i would like to do yeah 
Um, like I'd love to do an RPG. Bloody um, man. I'd love to do like a little, like a, a like kind of like a, a cooler world. Kind of game, a cooler world. Yeah, well, oh, what do you mean cool, like, like you remember the ball, like play, or PlayStation One game. You right. had this ball, and you had like an Aztec and Egyptian kind of themes, and you'd roll around and get like puzzle stuff, oh, yeah. and it would be oh, all yeah. in three D kind of stuff. Cool. Um, I'd like to do something like that. Uh, just you know, I'd like to do pixel art games. Just anything to kind of. Yeah, keep it going. Just keep it going, really. You know, well, even if, even if I do like mini bite-sized games, and then take those bite-sized games and make them bigger. Yeah, that's that. What I found is like like every project that I do, even though I think, oh, wouldn't this be great to finish? So far, I've obviously not finished anything. Yeah. Um, and that's mainly because of the process that you go through when you start making games and start doing new games. Is you don't really know how to efficiently make a project all the way to the end. Yeah. There's a lot of prototyping and stuff that you just are too excited to do. Like you're yeah, like, oh no, I'm not yeah. going to do prototyping and go through that stage because that's going to take months. And and you know, and I already really just want to be making the game and and do yeah. this level and that level. And look, I've made a million assets already and made some pictures and I even know what the icon of the game would look like on the phone. And you've not even got a game yet. Yeah, and and that kind of stuff trips I mean, you up pro- more. Prototype, than anything. I mean, prototyping gets rid of all that, and it's always important to prototype and do iterative design. That's what. I was taught at, uh, at uni. Um, yeah. I mean, what, one of the things that I would love to do is custom character sheets for D&D. So we yeah. wouldn't have to rely on D&D Beyond and we'd have everything all there ready to go and you know stuff like that. It's kind of like the stuff that I was talking about implementing for... GameBard. Yeah, yeah, for GameBard in that way. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's all entirely... Pop- that's UI stuff. Yeah. Which um, is what... That's um, something I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking of... Well, I'm going to learn everything and try and build my own bite-sized game and then go into like UI stuff and yeah. just, you know, keep, keep going at it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, I think I've been doing Unity for... Let's say maybe I think it's just a year and a bit now. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see where you are at this point in time and what what you've been I mean, doing. I mean, I've got it. experience in Unreal Engine four. Yeah. Because I always thought Unity was just for mobile games. Yeah. Because um, there yeah. is that stigma. There is that. Um, yeah. But it, it, there's so much more to it. And there's loads of know. games that that we spoke about on the show this year, although over the last year and yeah. stuff, they all came, they were all done on Unity. A load of them. Um, and I'm I know they've also they've got like a brand deal with Lego, haven't they? Uh yes, there is some Lego stuff. Because they on one of the micro projects where you can learn. Yes, is with the Lego blocks. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's really that really was cool. surprising. Yeah. I, I would be interesting to look into what kind of technology they're going to use for Weta. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Weta is this new technology that uh, was basically used on Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's, Pe- it's Peter Jackson's old. Uh, well, it's still Peter Jackson's uh, yeah. company. Yeah, and it's for motion capture. Mm. Um, so, you know, the mocap suits, people looking, wearing suits with balls on them, running around. And one, stuff, so. one thing I would love to do in Unity yeah. is make those amazing animated 3D battle maps for D&D. Oh, okay. So in what way? So what do you imagine? What's your... Well, I imagine it would be a top-down, like top-down camera. Yes. Um, and then it's just assets... Uh, yeah, like real time assets. Real time assets. Um, that was running in real time, rendering in real time, and yeah. just kind of immerse the world a bit more. Yeah, because this kind of stuff, this kind of stuff does exist on subscription platforms and things already, or in separate yeah. games. Like I saw on Steam, there was like a game you could buy that was basically just like a a world map making. Oh yeah, and... yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with uh, but, the, um, quite a few of them. Yeah. But yeah, it kind of locks you in, really, to what yeah to that program. Very, yeah, and it's that, not very. So if useful, I, if I can make my own worlds, yeah, I can make it all custom, like I, like I do in Photoshop, but just yeah. in, your, in in Unity. You could do it all in three D, which means yeah. that things like lighting and stuff would already we, be happening we, we in real time. Would just really cool. Yeah, and it would all just work. If I can like make a program where I can have a fog of war and do it in real time, mm-hmm. it, it uh, like that'd be you know you know actually good. I've got probably enough assets already to just do that yeah with that with the assets i've got in the assets well there you go there's your idea (laughs) there's another project yeah (laughs) jesus christ stack them on stack them Uh, on top we'll get to one eventually make another final fantasy (laughs) oh bloody hell final fantasy the final one final fantasy final 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 time finale 
The finale. The Final finale. Fantasy, the finale. <laughs> Speaking of Final Fantasy, have you played any Endwalker this week? I have. You have? On mobile data. Oh, my God. In fact, I finished it in mobile data. Well, you finished Endwalker? Finished Endwalker in mobile data. No, you're kidding me. You've no, not finished I finished Endwalker. it. I finished the story in mobile data and Jesus about Christ. 300 disconnects all the way through. Are we supposed to be reviewing this now, then? Uh, no, because we're not allowed to spoil it. Oh, uh, can we do a non-spoiler we review? We can do a non-spoiler review. Okay. It's very good. All right. <laughs> that is all I'm willing to say. No, no you need to tell me more about, um, like, the new... It, th- it changes the game. Like, if you invest in a story like I am, and a lot of people are, because story, the story is, like, 80% of the game. Yeah. It changes everything. Uh, by the end, or already by the time you're playing? By the end, it changes everything. So by the end... Like, it changes everything that you know and everything you believe, and it sets up the next saga okay so what did they do in this one that was different than the other uh, expansions there was a feeling all the way through of this finale like things are getting tied up you're seeing people which you didn't see before right um oh you see you you see people that you've seen before and like you're gathering all your allies for this one last stand against the end of days right basically and like you get to a point where like oh okay so the final boss must be the big bad Okay, maybe yeah. it's not the so big maybe bad. it's not. And it's like, wait, what? So where do we go from here? And they subvert, they subvert all the expectations that you have all the way through. The right. only issue I have with it, and it's a really big issue, is they try too much in one expansion. Uh, so they've, they've gone... They overcrowd it. So they were, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it, and it becomes messy. It becomes kind of like um, Stormblood, which was, I think, the second expansion... Yeah, because well, about the fourth one, so the second expansion where right. they had two stories ongoing, and it got a bit muddled and messy. Okay, and they do that here, but they managed to just kind of sort it all out. Um, it's very good. It is very, very good. Okay. I wouldn't say it's the best. Okay, um, critics have called it the best, but I wouldn't call it the best. You wouldn't. What would you say was the best one? Uh, Shadowbringers, which is the one before it. Okay, it, ju- just just on that fact alone, that fact that it's. Uh, more clearer storyline. It's not muddled. Right. And do you think it's muddled because they've had to do a lot to get to where they are now? Or do you think that, that, that like maybe they've rushed the point that, like maybe they've said, okay, by the end of this expansion, we need to be here. We need to be ready for this. And to do that, we have to do all of these different things. And that's quite um, a lot, but we've got to get it in somehow. Yeah, a little bit of the second one. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Just because it's like the pacing seems a little bit off. Right. Okay. But, but even in terms of like a, a, just a normal MMO expansion, it's brilliant. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, of course. Yeah. We're nitpicking. That's the point. Yeah. We're yeah, nitpicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like it's, it manages to deliver that feeling of hopelessness, of despair. Right. And all that, that's kind of the key. One of the key emotions throughout the, but this expansion mm-hmm. is despair mm-hmm. and a hopelessness and hope and right. finding hope in allies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And it's it's you you get emotional in a lot of the scenes because mm-hmm. it's like ev- like these people you have been with for in some cases like me the last ten years of your life. Yeah, and things are happening to them. Yeah, all the stuff you know you see someone you haven't seen in the game like since the first like game yeah and you just go oh my god it's that guy yeah Yeah. uh and yeah the the ending is fantastic the the music is 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 brilliant but it's this is what i I was telling i was saying to some of my my friends is it's in shadowbringers it wasn't afraid to throw those like emotional punches at you okay in Endwalker, it feels like the pull, like the they're just Held holding back, back mm, just a little bit. Interesting. And, it's like, mm. and that there's some parts which have oh, got a bit of a slog. Oh, um, where it kind of it overstays its welcome, and it's like oh, I don't care. I just want to get to this part, to so this next bit. Yeah. yeah uh, well, it's a good job they're giving you some free game time to get they, through those bits. They, are, aren't they? they gave us twenty one uh, twenty one old days. game time. Yeah. I wonder if. Well, I guess on the free Which trial, I've I not have been able to do any because of my internet. Did they automatically get added and and started already? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's not good for you. Um, but it the game's now that popular. They've stopped the free trials. You, oh, you can't get a free trial. Stop. Yeah, you oh. can't. You can't get a free trial anymore. You can't buy the game anymore. No. Um, well, they fix everything and fix all the yeah. servers. They did release a patch today, 
um, which added a lot more furniture stuff and like raids and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming yeah. that because I'm on the free trial still, that you'll I can still be able to play. Able to play. You'll still be able because you 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 have if yeah, you're already on I'm the already free trial, you'll be able to play it. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not even anywhere near getting anywhere close to that no. point. Anyway, I'd, I'd literally just be like <laughs> the equivalent of rolling around in a diaper still and. <laughs> In the in some of the cities, well, going oh look how everybody's running around and look at that guy he's got a shiny thing on him. It's funny because like when you get to the end of Endwalker, you kind of look back and think of how you started, and now you're this right. thing, and it's like wow. But they've managed to they've managed they managed to calm my fear of what the hell do we do now? We're essentially right. A right. How do we go from a back to an adventurer? Is that a spoiler? Not really. I mean, is we, it? We before so. But you've you've brought it up as if as if it's relevant to Endwalker. Well, it's re- it's not just relevant to Endwalker, but okay. we, like we we are this pretty much superpower. I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'll, I'll bleep that. And okay, then we'll you make sure that. that we don't do anything okay. that's too spoilery because obviously um, we want people to. We're enjoy very powerful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they managed to not make us go back and lose power as an adventurer, but right. make us go back into the shadows. Oh, and it's and and kind of open up that world of like yeah. oh there's there is still more to see and it's like oh, oh interesting okay. so there's more behind the curtain yeah we've not we've not seen the whole world apparently is it possible you know when you make a new character yes do you start from the beginning again like the story yeah, you start at the very first beginning I wonder what the speedrun time is of from there to well the it depends end of... are you going to count in cutscenes. Well, yes, you have to count cutscenes. You're going to be looking at like 300 hours or something the like that. Because uh, cause every expansion is the same size as a normal JRPG. Yes. That's each That's each, each expansion. One. Yeah. And there's four expansions. Flip it out. And do you, do you count the side quests and the raids because they're also important to the story? No. It's, it, when we're speedrunning, you're just, just, you're just main quests. Main, main story. It's as, as quick as you can quick as to you the can. end of the... Of of M Walker. Wow, uh, I I do not want to undertake that. <laughs> no, no. Well, you don't have to because it you've will, already done it all. It will be multiple twenty four hour streams. Yes. I, however, haven't got that far. You haven't got that I, far. To be fair, like I've already put. I mean, I must have put like eight hours in or something already. Yeah, and you, I only played it for like two days. I, did we even? I don't even think we got to this first dungeon, did we? I got to the um, the casino. Land. Oh, you got to the gold, gold saucer. Golden saucer. Casino land, golden saucer. Yes, gold that's saucer, where I got up to. Which is a side quest. Ah. In which case, then I have no idea where <laughs> you no idea where you are. To be honest, I literally don't know what's going on in the story at all. <laughs> I don't understand the story. You're a basic adventurer. That's, that's all it. you are. All I, I'm just going around, running around, and someone goes, hey, will you do this for me? Oh, wait, no, what's the story? There is something to do with some things that people keep picking up or finding or something. Uh, yeah, some it. Yeah. Something like that. Something and, like that. and everyone's... everyone's looking for them these things these crystal things yeah yeah something like that anyway some final fantasy thing like that some final fantasy thing like that yeah anyway so good and walker though which if you were going to rate it are we going to give it a rating or we're going to not give it i could give it a rating i don't know if we should do that should we do it oh yeah come on then i'll give it a nine out of ten give it a nine out of ten an arbitrary nine out of ten arbitrary nine out of ten you can do what you will with that information and if you want a discount on life, <laughs> <laughs> just play that. Just play that for a bit. Yeah. The the more that people talk about Final Fantasy fourteen, and obviously it's become more and more popular over the months, the more people talk about it. And obviously I already knew this, but it's just nice that people are picking up on the fact that the community is a very welcoming and yeah, uh, you know, nice in game as well. Like yeah, you know, definitely people yeah. in there. You know, I've heard stories of people struggling, and then someone randomly coming up and being like. Oh, I think you're doing this this wrong. You just need to do this instead. It's slightly different, well, you know. Na- heard- nowadays, yeah. they've actually implemented. Uh, you can be banned if you're toxic. That's quite good. That's nice. Um, so, like, say if you're, you know, being mean to someone in a dungeon, yes, you can be reported for that. Wonder what percentage of Dota wouldn't be on Dota? <laughs> if that was something that Dota. Had. Well, probably- this is this is all because of the amount of people from World of Warcraft coming for sure. To yeah, just to be toxic. Yeah, just to true. be toxic. Yeah. yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, 
Nice. <laughs> Good. That's a nice uh, a nice review, I would say. A nice yeah. little look at M. Walker. If you've not played Final Fantasy XIV and you can't get a free trial... No, how dare you. Wait until they open again and we'll then let you know. get a free trial. We'll well, I mean, know. if anyone's going to let you know, it'll be Lawrence. He'll yeah, know exactly what I'll happens. Know. All right, so Lawrence, tell us more about what else you've been playing this week. You've been playing <laughs> on something... I'm trying... Come on, get to Oh, you, you know mean, what you mean the Xbox to? Series S? Yes, for oh. God's sake, Lawrence. Yeah, I was playing that. You were playing it because... I got it for Christmas. You got an Xbox Series S for Christmas. Yeah. Why did you not bring this up the first thing on the show today? Yeah. Why was that not the first thing we talked about? Because Unity X- was a bit more important. <laughs> You've now got a PS5, yeah. an RTX 3070, yeah. and an Xbox Series S. Yeah, and a Switch. Well, yeah, and a Switch. But, we're talk- but next generation-wise... Yeah, I'm geared for next gen. Yeah. And uh, so how you find the Xbox Series S? I really enjoy it. You okay. Know, I, quite, I quite like it. There's a bit of a nostalgia to it. Right. Okay. It's, it's, it's the same interface as Xbox One, I'm guessing. Uh, no, it's Xbox Series X interface. Right, which is similar to the Xbox One. Interface. I assume. I don't, I don't know what the, <laughs> I don't know what the Xbox One's anyway. UI is. So. Yeah. Um, and so what have you been playing on there? Because obviously that's got Game Pass. I played Halo Infinite. Oh, on your mobile data. On my mobile data. I'm assuming that's probably a better experience than playing it on PC with data because of the lower network. Yeah, just a bit. Um, That was interesting. Um, Okay. Still think the storyline's a bloody mess. Have you Um, finished it yet? Well, the campaign. Yeah. Yeah, we talked uh, about it. Right. I know we did, but the last time we talked about talking about it, you said to me, oh, I've not finished it yet. And I said, oh, well, we can't really spoil it. And you said, no. oh, just spoil it for me. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. No, I finished it. You finished it before that episode, did you? Yeah. That's very good then. Um, What else? What else I play? I play, I play Fable. The original? Yeah, Fable Anniversary oh, Edition. Well, I was of, very all happy. The, of all the consoles to be yeah. playing that on, it would be the next generation Xbox um, for an Xbox 360 game. <laughs> very good. You could have played that on PC. Yeah, but there's something nostalgic about playing it on an Xbox. I suppose so. I suppose you're not wrong. And I could play it in bed, so, you know. That's true. You can play it in bed um, because you've got it in your bedroom. And I was, I've been looking at like the, the Game Pass on the Xbox and it's, it's all right. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is, isn't it? It's, it's all right. Good... It's worth getting if you've got a PC or, I mean, or an I Xbox. I was always under the impression that it was always better to have it on Xbox than PC. I actually think it's better on getting on PC. I actually do these days. Yeah. I think so too. Because, because you know, you get a much... You know, the games themselves are higher quality. Yeah. They can be run at faster frame rates, whatever. So yeah. there's value in being able to download any of those titles. And they are now... Just making sure that if it's available on on the Xbox, it's normally if it's a new release, it's available on PC as well. And some games have uh, cloud saves. Oh yeah. So if you play the game on your PC yes. and say like me, I go in my bedroom. Yes. I can continue that save on my Xbox. Oh, you can bloody pick it up and put it yeah. down, and pick it up and put it down. It's very good. Um, I tried the quick resume on the Xbox. Yes. It works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's quick. You can resume things rather quickly. Yeah. For an Xbox Series S. Wait, so what are you playing your Series S on? Are you playing it on the TV? Yeah. That one? Yeah. That that one. I'm pointing at that everybody can see. Everyone can see that one there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But that We're not TV doing there, video podcasts yet. <laughs> that TV there. That one there, yeah. It's only a 1080p screen. Yes. And it's only a 60 hertz screen. Yes. I so, do want to upgrade. No, no, I, no, I'm not. I'm not having to go at you having that screen. I know, I, I know. I'm not I, I, attacking I your know, screen. I know, but I'm, I'm just saying, saying I do want to upgrade it. I'm saying, so is there really... is like are you feeling a benefit in terms of gameplay wise i mean obviously things are quicker to load and yeah that, but is there anything fidelity wise you know that you think has been worth it yes. over series x well, As, um, uh, well not series x like an original xbox one well you're definitely over an original xbox one because yeah, you obviously. get you do get those x graphics just at a lower resolution mostly well 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 uh, forza horizon 5 the only difference is resolution well, uh, I could, I could, I could point you to a digital foundry video that contradicts your statement. Well, those Lawrence. digital foundries are hacks. The hacks, <laughs> fake news. <laughs> um, no, but I would say that even on uh, Forza Horizon, you'd never notice the difference no, unless they're doing something like side by side comparison. I mean, with Halo as well, I played it on the PC and on the Xbox Series S, and. I didn't really notice much difference. No, you get 60 frames. Yeah, you 60 get... frames. It looks beautiful. Yeah, you know. they do. I mean, those games, you know, the I Halo mean, stuff in particular. The only thing, the only things I notice is the differences between PlayStation 5 and, Play- and the Xbox Series X, like the vibration, like the vibration on the controller. Right. Um, and, you know, 
the fact that the Xbox Series S has more games and it's cheaper. Yeah, it um, is. It's all of those and, things. And it's more accessible. Like you can literally, uh, People can just pick it up today. Yeah, you can. it is the, one of the most accessible things on the market, which is yeah. why it's doing so well, I think, yeah. at the moment. Um, you know, low price point, easily available. The, the Xbox Series X, I feel, isn't worth it unless you've got a 4K, 4K TV. Okay, I can appreciate that. Um, the S is probably it's cheaper. It's easier to get involved. You got the Game Pass. You got you know you get all the all the X games. Just that literally fourteen forty p. Yeah, and it it does depend what kind of uh, person you are, like gamer you are. Like for me and you, for instance, we play on PC. Yeah. So for us, we're not going to buy what is essentially another decent PC. Yeah. Like an Xbox Series X. Um, just to play the same games we're already playing on PC. Yeah, we we we're the kind of people that would look at the Series S and go, "Well, if I'm gonna play in another room, yeah, if if, if I'm like say like you know, whenever I've got a flare up when I'm stuck in bed, yeah, I want to play Halo or Forza. I can do, yeah, um, you know, or if I wanted to like like the Yakuza series, I'm pl- I've got to save my PC and I want to play it in my, my in bed. I can do. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, literally, it's 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 so and and again with the cloud saves. Yeah, that's just going to make such a huge difference in terms of that. And then you've got the X Cloud as well. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah. You do have the X Cloud. Yeah. I've been doing a bit of X Cloud. I actually played Halo Infinite at about seventy <laughs> miles an hour on the motorway. The oh other my day god! On my phone. Obviously, oh I wasn't driving, god. but yeah, I, was playing... I hope not. Christ. <laughs> I was playing Halo Infinite in the car um, using an Xbox three six uh, Xbox One controller, Blimey. obviously to my phone. Yeah, um, I was signed in for Chris on the Get Real Pod, <laughs> doing his doing his Winter Contingency <laughs> challenges for him, um, and that was terrible. But it was better well, to sign in than well, not. It will be um, seventy miles per hour on a motor. But if you're stuck, like, if you're in ho- at home when you're playing on a console. A wired connection. Yes, it's not as bad. Yeah, I don't. I would say that there's obviously going to still be latency, so you want to be oh, doing yeah, single player games yeah. or something like that. Like I played Fable Two on the yeah. PC. I was very happy, boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the access again. It's more accessibility, and yeah. I think Microsoft is just they've done a good job of figuring out. You know, Microsoft has hit it out of the park. They have done in this in this instance because yeah. they, you know you are able to jump back and forth between platforms. Um, you're able to jump back and forth between completely different, you know, like maybe you, even even me. I've got just an Xbox One. Yeah, you know, I can still jump on that and yeah. do anything. Is still and that is you know an entire generation old now, Lawrence. Yeah, it's it's very consumer friendly. Super consumer friendly, unlike the competitors like. Sony or yeah. Nintendo. And it's super nice that, you know, even on an Xbox One, for instance, if you have xCloud, mm-hmm. sometimes it's so much better, or I can imagine a situation where it would be better to just jump into xCloud than it is to try and download that game yeah. and play that game at 30 frames a second on your Xbox One, where you can xCloud a 60 frames per second game on your Xbox One from an Xbox Series X somewhere in the world. And if your internet's yeah. good, you'll hardly notice. Yeah. So that is something that's worth talking about. I mean, I know I, I know that PlayStation uh, have been rumoured to be trying to do their X, uh, an Xbox Game Pass. Type thing. Type yeah. thing, but it, it sounds naff. People, like, yeah, people, the PlayStation 5 is already so hard to come by. It's hard to come by. It's got barely any exclusives. Like the the apparently the PlayStation version is gonna have PlayStation Now, which is like Xbox version of X Cloud. Yeah. Uh you get PlayStation Plus, which is like Xbox Gold. Yeah. And uh you get like a uh, media bundle with it. But oh, you God. don't and, and I think you get like a group of games for that month or something. Yeah. So it's like it's not even it's not even hitting anywhere near X Cloud's weight. No. It doesn't because they've been building this up for years now, yeah. knowing that this was going to I mean quote unquote knowing, you know, the pandemic's happened and nah. you know <laughs> graphics cards are unable you know, we're not able to get those Parts and stuff, are just but, scarce to come yeah. by. So to be able to have all of these Series X's somewhere around the world in different places, all set up to just stream you games instantly from anywhere on your phone, on well, or, originally you could do it on the Switch. Yeah. Now you can't. No. No, but at one point I was 
gonna. I was literally sat there going, "Well, if I get into bed and I go on XCloud, I can play Halo Infinite on my Switch." You could, yeah, can't do that. No, no, which is no. a shame. God um, damn it, Nintendo! Yeah, that's annoying. Um, I do. I do actually have some Nintendo rumors floating okay. around. Yes, and well, you're not going to like them. Well, well, we'll have to. We'll have to find out in moments when we moments. get to that section. Okay. When we're wrapping up the Xbox section, which now I have no way to wrap up. Well, wrap it up in a nice bow. Xbox good. Game Pass good. Yeah. Series S. Good. Yeah. Very good. Very okay. good. Very good for Let's price. talk about some news, Lawrence. Uh, so, Nintendo. Have you heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> you have heard of it? I have heard of it. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. the rumour going around... Okay. Uh, the games that they're going to bring out in 2022. Okay. You know the HD collection we wanted? Yes. There has been no word. No word on that. No word on that. Okay. And someone close, that, that has, uh, the journalist, a journalist has, has is renowned for leaking this stuff and mm-hmm. confirming or denying, mm-hmm. is saying it's most likely not going to happen. Okay. Are they doing anything else instead? No. Oh. Thanks, Nintendo. Why why would they not want money? Do why do they not want some money, Lawrence? Like you've got you 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 bring out Ocarina of Time on the Nintendo sixty four emulator, which is naff. Yeah, the port is awful. You brought out a game and watch Zelda in Japan only. Yes. You bring out Skyward Sword HD, yes. which people are like, okay, we'll give it a go. But then you've got fans screaming for Twilight Princess. You've got fans screaming for Wind Waker. There is, there is that little. Is that what you're talking about? The little pocket. Yeah, thing. the little pocket. No, thing. it's 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 in the UK. I've seen it. Is it? I've seen it in where I live. Dude, does anyone want it? No, it's still sat. They literally don't even put it behind uh, shelves. It's, it's, the, the boxes it's, are on the sh- on the shop floor. Like you do that kind of stuff for Mario, not Zelda. Like. Come on, it's not hard. No, it's not difficult to know that everyone loves Zelda, that people want more Zelda. They, they want, their, they want their, their Wii U port on the Switch. And they don't want it to be a, a stupid, laggy, latency-ridden port. They want an actual version of the game. Yeah. That, okay, it will be a port, because that's what they do. You know what, you know that, you know that GameCube promotional uh, disc? Oh, yeah. The, Bring that to Switch. Yeah, with the Master Quest. Yeah. Even if it was just that. It's, it's, honestly, they're just making a f- mockery of themselves. They are, really. Uh, and Shigeru, well, what are you doing, bro? And this, well, this, well, he's in, he's too busy in Hollywood, isn't he? I suppose so. Too busy, too busy thinking about Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah. yeah. Too busy. <laughs> he's like, right, well, we've been talking about this HD collection, uh, but really, we think we should do the, the Mario movie. The, and the, then they've got their head, do, they've got their head in the clouds. Absolutely. We should do Zelda. The Netflix and, series. And... And we'll get Chris Pratt to play Link. Bloody Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. Mario Kart 10 is in production, apparently. Where did 9 go? Apparently, it disappeared. It might be Mario Tour. It might be uh, number 9. Okay. No, that makes sense. They, they, people oh, people tend to skip 9. Yeah. Nine's not a number of people. People like to go from 8 to 10. Yeah. Like Mortal A- Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> Apple. They didn't do an iPhone no. 9. They did an iPhone 8 and then an it, iPhone 10. It's very strange. But the, these are just rumours. So take it with a grain of salt. Of course, salt. yeah. And obviously, there's nothing official, nor confirm, nor deny. But do tweet out to Nintendo. We want our Zelda collection. Zelda collect. I mean, it's not. You know, you know what? Just retweet that sound clip of Richard losing his mind if there was no Zelda HD collection. Oh my god! I'm having, I'm having PTSD flashbacks, Lawrence. <laughs> well, that really nice rendered CGI Ganondorf, and then oh, yep. it's a Tekken crossover in Super Smash. Oh god! <laughs> End me. Um, you know, what, I mean, what is the next Zelda thing we're going to get? I mean, breath, probably the Breath of Wild 2 sequel. Do you think it'll be that? I think we might get another, like, smaller Zelda game. Uh, maybe. Throughout the year. But what, what, maybe Minish Cap? Minish Cap or Oracle of Ages, Ages Seasons. Yeah. But done in that, but done in the same but style the same as style, they did the like new Link's Link Awakening. Awakening. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, like I, I think they'll probably be gearing up to do the Breath of the Wild sequel because, I mean. Yeah, but it'll be a different team. That's yeah. the thing. The, those guys, when it comes to doing. Uh, like a Zelda port, you don't need to have the main team on it. You no. just need, this is what, this you, is what's so you, stupid. You just need a competent team on it. <laughs> yeah, which is what they failed to do for the expansion pass. I, I worry that Breath of the Wild 
2 is in development hell. Um, because we didn't hear anything about it from the Game Awards. But we didn't hear about Breath of the Wild 1 until it was ready to be shown off anyway. The mm, same thing. Mm, true. They don't true. do that with Zelda. They don't go, here's how Zelda's well, going. I don't... I just... I'm not... I'm, I'm, I don't really care about Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, I do. Okay, well, I don't know. Well, if you don't, then that's fine. Because I'm like... I, I just want I just want another Zelda that I'm used to, which is like, you know, dungeons and yeah. all that. Not you know But but do you think do you not think that they've taken the the, the feedback and criticism and moved it into two? So they'll they, I they, hope so. Because they they released an open world Zelda game. So surely they went, I wonder what people are gonna think about this. Let's have a look. And then everyone's gone, This is pretty good, but the dungeons are too simple and samey because yeah. they're all the same divine beasts and there's not enough you know, nice, uh, more linear dungeon stuff that we liked about Zelda and the, in Zelda game. There's barely any music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think that many people throw your piano out and get an orchestra in for Christ's sake. I think we do need some some uh, very epic Zelda music. Bring in. back Song of Storms. The entire storm. The entire back. storm. Just bring bring back the MacGuffin. Not not like the tablet where you take pictures and memories, but the MacGuffin. What's well, the MacGuffin? Like, well, like the uh, bat- the bat- baton in Wind Waker where it changes the environment. Oh, yeah. Or the Ocarina of Time where oh, you can yeah. teleport. Well, yeah. I-, I understand in-, in Breath of the Wild, it's, yeah, you've got like mag- magnet and bomb and all that, but that's more items. Yeah, those were, those were really like things we should already have had that yeah. weren't supposed to be a different mechanic. I-, I-, I wanted to bring about the old like inventory system of like Ocarina of Time. Yeah. When you could just, okay, I've got this situation start bit, 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 done right let's go yeah rather than oh god my durability's gone oh no this that the other it's but like that was my get, least favorite part get rid of the durability system Definitely everyone hates favorite. it yeah especially on the master sword yeah come on now yeah it was annoying yeah it was the master sword doesn't run out of batteries <laughs> no, it doesn't it's, charge it it's up. not a lightsaber Who's it's charging up a master sword <laughs> How much, how much of a master sword is it if it takes two minutes to run out of charge and then have to wait ten minutes to use it again? That's I not mean, very masterful of it. No, it's not like Link's just carrying around two AA batteries. It's like yeah. an Xbox controller. He's just popping out the back and putting it in. <laughs> the Duracell bunny is... Duracell bunny is making a mint yeah. in the Hyrule. Yeah. But, um, my word. They need, they, need, they need to work on it. Yeah. Any other news this week, Lawrence? Um... Order's been confirmed, so that's news. Okay. That's food news. Food news. Get real food. Get real get real foodie. Get real foodie. <laughs> Very good. Um We have Dungeons and Dragons tonight. We do have Dungeons and Dragons tonight. Yeah. Did you so what did you play any other games over the New Year's at all? Um, that were different than Halo? I, obviously you've been playing your your Halo and your I played a bit of Final Fantasy Seven again. You see, this is what this is why I dig deep. We dig deep, deep to find the answers. Find these find these answers. Yeah, find the little croutons. Yeah, I've got the disc through Final Fantasy Seven. Okay. So that was fun. You put the disc in the console. No, because it's all digital because it's on the uh, PlayStation five. Right. So, well I'll tell you what I did play. Oh yeah. I've been playing a bit of Minecraft. Oh yeah. Because that time of year. So it's Minecraft it's January. time of year. And I managed to get the server working on all platforms. Oh very good. So now you can play on PC, you can play on Switch, you can play on your Xbox Series S. Oh very good. You can play on your bloody PlayStation, you can play on your bloody iPhone, your bloody Android, your bloody Can I play it on my fridge? You can't play it on the fridge. Oh, but some may say you can't play any kind of Minecraft on the fridge. I don't know. Have you <laughs> seen those cheese blocks? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was good. Um, I like the server at the moment. I just we just need some more people enjoying it. But I enjoy it. So that's yeah. Fine. That's but the main everyone's thing. still busy. Like yeah. the boys haven't come on yet because we've all been busy. Well, as soon as I get internet, I'll be on. Yeah. I'm itching to play some Minecraft. And um, I was playing some board games over New Year. Oh yeah. Played um, Unstable Unicorn. Which is a card game, but actually, it's kind of like it's kind of like beginners Magic the Gathering. Oh, but it's very good. Oh, but it's but the the the, the wing condition isn't the same. But they just have very a lot of similarities. Like you can only have seven cards in your hand. You 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 have different phases where things happen throughout mm-hmm. your turn. Mm-hmm. You draw a card at the start of the turn. You're playing yeah. cards. Uh, but the idea of the game is to basically have seven unicorns out on the board 
So you your, are, your board state must contain seven unicorns, and when it does, you win the game. I see. And then you're getting cards that are different types of unicorns, and um, you're you're also getting cards to stop other people having unicorns, and, and you you know you're blowing people's unicorns. This, this up is and, literally the beginner's guide to Magic the Gathering. It is. Uh, it's really a way in, I would say, but it's a good, it's a good game. Yeah, it's different in a good way, mm. and it's very accessible. And I thought very it was a very interesting. good card game. And we also played a lot of uh, Ticket to Ride, which oh, is a yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's a yeah. board game where depending on what region you've bought, because it's all based on the real world. And um, oh. you have like we got the Europe ones. So we have a map of Europe. Oh yeah, including us, because believe it or not, we're still in Europe for God knows. For really? I know we haven't been kicked out of the entirety of Europe, despite not being in the union. The anymore. map has said no. You're still in. Oh yeah. Um, so. So basically the idea with that is is you all have a bunch of trains mm. and then you use train cards of different colours to build routes on the map that are that are coloured in particular colours. Oh. Uh, but obviously there's obviously nice little mechanics like there's a rainbow train card and you can you, you must use a rainbow train card in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, you just build in routes and, and there's there's extra points for building the longest route in the game. All the score is added up at the end. Yeah. So you're not you're not knocking people out. You're all just playing around the table, and um, and then at the end you're adding up who who's the winner. So you don't actually know who wins until the end, which is nice. Sounds sounds very. That's a very casual. good game. It's a very good game, though. It's a really nice game. Yeah, um, I, I've heard it's critically acclaimed. Yeah, and you can get different expansions. So you can get like Ticket to Ride Japan and Ticket to Ride Italy. And then if you Ooh. get different expansions, you can then add ferries in, and ferries can go to different different places around the world as well so mm-hmm. a good card game some may say an all good card game yes mm. other th- other card games that have been highly critically acclaimed inscription now yes. we spoke about inscription Ooh, I've heard it. yes we spoke about I've this seen, i've seen some gameplay of this you have now Abby. Mm. we spoke about it last week it's a horror game isn't it yeah but we spoke about it last week because we hadn't played it but it was in a lot of top 10 lists yeah our last it was episode. a lot of top 10 lists and i was thinking what the bloody hell is this inscription game so i i went and had a little i didn't play it but i managed to get some information yeah it looks pretty good actually looks all right what do you what kind of gameplay did you come across then because uh, i just saw screenshots of screenshots. it um, it. but it's got that really old retro yeah kind of like 90s style. kind yeah. of look yeah. really cool look that plasticine yes and, and it appears so I, I don't want to spoil the game because I've heard a bit more about it than maybe I should have have oh, not yeah. played it but um, it has a Doki Doki Literature Club style oh no interaction going into the game you, you play the game like it's a normal card game to start with uh huh um, and then once you finish that, then um, it becomes completely different. The right. game completely changes, and it does that a couple of times. It turns you on your head a bit with oh, what's no. going on um, and interacts with, if you're playing it on Steam, it, it takes, like, people from your Steam profile and makes them into cards and what? things like that. Yeah, it gets a bit a bit nutty, actually. That, that does sound nutty. Uh, so as far as creative games go, Inscription, which we mentioned but didn't really get to speak on last week, mm. um, turns out is one of those top, top games of the year, definitely. So how would you do that in Unity? Uh, well, it's all file location and, and mm. database. So it, it, would re- it would read your Steam yeah, um, if it could get access user. to your Steam files and your local files and stuff mm. like that, if you gave gave it permission to do that, you could definitely do that. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder. I wonder what engine that game was actually made in. Yeah. It was obviously an indie developer, some like guy, I think. Actually, you could probably find out. Yeah, it's published by Devolver, so there's there, a lot. There, of... There has been a lot more like one man developer teams nowadays. Definitely, um, mm. and and again, Unity is a top contender for those kind of games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I off the top of my head, I can't remember any of the main games from last year that were Unity, but definitely some of them were. I mean, I, know, I think Stardew Valley was Unity. Yeah, yeah, Stardew Valley. One of the top, um, top, top ones. Yeah, it's done by one person. One guy. Made by a single man. Daniel Mullins Games. Yeah. Uh, Did it say what? Published engine? by Devolver Digital. Yeah. Uh, any news on the engine yeah, now? Engine. Uh, Unity. There you it go. It was Unity. Absolutely. Of course it was. Because that's, you know... Because everyone uses Unity. It's such an accessible piece of software. Yeah. And it's so diverse in the kind of things you can do with it. And January is the perfect time to get learning. I, oh, I'll tell you right now, it absolutely is. Yeah. It is. It sets you up for the rest of the year. 
Surely does. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, it gives you like a point of reference as well. You say, oh, well, this time last year. Yeah. You know, but it, but January's a nice rounding up time. Yeah. Time. Okay, well, look, there's not that much news going on, really, is there? No, other than that? we've managed to wing this one. We have done. Uh, what, have we got any hot headlines real quick? Square Enix, NFTs, what uh, are they doing? Yeah, people are really, really angry at the CEO of Square Enix saying, yes, blockchains are definitely going to be a thing, and we would like to add, we would like to add, uh, play to earn and, and play to collaborate game in right. our games. And everyone's gone. New. No. Right. Okay. Well, speak, speaking of that, the new Samsung TVs apparently are also going to include NFT support. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Um, I mean, I think that games are probably the only place I can see this current use of NFTs as as a place they would go. Look, Not because I want them to be there. Ubisoft already tried it. Everyone it failed, yeah. But I think that's because... It's Ubisoft. Well, people are trying to cash in, right? Yeah. People are saying, oh, if we do this NFT thing, we'll make a collection, make it a community, and then quickly cash in and bail. Yeah. What a game company needs to do in order to make this something that's worth doing is giving it away for free and mm-hmm. being something that you, you gain on your account by completing something, doing something that's a huge achievement. You know, okay, so let's rewind a little bit. So it's kind of like a platinum trophy, but you own it. It's a platinum trophy. It is a, uh, it's a halo. um, What was the thing you were not? Is it skulls? It would be like a a helmet. Yeah, like a high high boost armor. Yeah. In in Halo. High boost armor in Halo, but you could only do it because, you know, and if you get that, it's kind of like locked to your account in that way. Yeah. Just like a digital purchase is. Yeah. They're all like, yeah. they're non-transferable. Yeah. They're already kind of NFTs. Yeah. They're just not labeled them. And and that's why I think these but you know, for Ubisoft to try and get you to buy stuff that's in it, that is not the way to do no, it. No, it's very shady and only fifteen people did it, and it's probably only developers that did it. So the reason why NFTs would benefit a person as opposed to it being just a transaction where you give a company money, you've now bought a cosmetic, it's now tied to your account, is the secondary marketplace. Yeah. So all of my Fortnite skins that I've spent hundreds of pounds on over the years... You could get retail, you get I could, buy you back. I could now go and put them... Let's say I stop playing Fortnite. So basically they're just doing a Steam marketplace. Literally. But that's what that's the only thing that they are implying NFTs have value in. Yeah. But Ubisoft are assuming... You'll spend that money now. So you've bought a thing. So you've now invested in it. Yeah. Because you've got a financial investment into something. And you're, you're going to try and flip later for a profit. Yeah. Which, if it's Ubisoft, it's probably not even going to be money. It'll be like no. in store credit. It will be in store no, credit. It'll be those f- you points. Sorry. That's what it'll be. <laughs> no, you points. <laughs> That's what they'll be. You can't trade them in for real cash. It'll be in-store credit. Ubisoft in-store. I think we're going to need... We need to finish on that bombshell, Jesus. I don't know. But, um, Good Lord. Yeah, that, that's the problem with NFTs right now, is the technology is there to do something cool, but nobody's doing anything cool with it. And until somebody does, everyone's going to think like this about NFTs. Yeah, it's going to be negative. negative it is, negative, yeah, negative. of course. You know... And NFTs related to crypto in that way. And people don't really like crypto that much because of all of the hyping and dropping yeah. and doging and shebaing. So there's just a lot of stigma around all of that kind of quote unquote web three technology, which let's be honest, the NFT stuff is only web two right now. Yeah. The only reason people think it's web three technology is because they're using cryptocurrencies, which implicitly means that it could be considered web three, but it's not. These mm-hmm. are people, you know, there are people out there who are going onto Fiverr. They're having randomly generated NFTs being created. They're pretending they're creating a community with technology. They're making Discord servers where thousands of people get spam invitations to with giveaways and fake giveaways and fake money giveaways just to hide their own thing. Get other people to pay for these to be minted on the blockchain because mm-hmm. you have to pay for energy to be used to put them into the blockchain on the Ethereum network. And then they're getting sold for these exorbitant amount of prices before people realize that they're actually not worth anything because that, there's no real community. The people who made them are just trying to cash in. It's kind of like a pyramid scheme. Yeah, they cash out and now nobody likes NFTs. And I understand why. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And I, and I think that there is a place for 
something in the future with this technology, but right now we haven't got it. No. And people trying to dive in on it right now are doing what Ubisoft, what we said they're doing. They're, they're making people pay like an investment into something like this. Yeah. Instead of just fronting the cost because they believe the community is worth it mm-hmm. and there's value in you owning a piece of something that can never be replicated. Yep. That currently doesn't doesn't exist. No. So anyway, there's that. And um, I hope that anything that we said today was <laughs> enjoyable to listen to it. <laughs> That's all. We hope you've learned something. We've learned something, and if not, we go hope, to Unity Learn. <laughs> we hope that you've had a nice day, anyway, a nice time. Listen, if you're on Spotify, you can do this thing where you can review the podcast. Can now. you know? You can give it a rating. Can so I rate it? You what? Oh, you could. I guess. Can so. I go rate it? I want to rate it one star. You'd, you'd be inflating the the. the oh well, in that case, then you'd be deflating the value of the yeah. podcast. Um, <laughs> So, but if you're, if you are on a platform now that you can rate on, please drop us a rating and please also send an episode to a friend that you enjoy if you did enjoy the show today. Yes. If not, then thanks for giving us a go anyway. And, uh, we hope you have a great first and second week of the new year and we'll catch you in the next episode of Get Real Gaming. Yeah. Bye bye for now. Bye bye. I'm hungry after all that NFT I know, talk. I'm starving. When's this bloody food? Non fungible NFF. Non-fungible food. Non, non-fungible food. Yeah, you can't put that on an NFT. Well, Ugh. bloody try, can't we? I mean, that that would it'd be like being a bird, just regurgitating. We'll make a Unity off. game where you make NFTs in the game. <laughs> and, then, you know, and then we'll make it a mobile game and we'll use ad support. So in order to mint the, the, the NFT on the blockchain, See, you this- have to watch 500... 30 second game advert this, this is why people don't like nfts <laughs> it's just a scam in it really it's, it's just scamming <laughs> it's scamming at a better art form 